Good morning, world. Thank you for joining me and thank you for listening. And I I haven't um, been on Anchor in a while. um, And I decided that I was going to get on here because I have some really great news. Um, A couple of things. One, Grace and Mercy, my story, Grace and Mercy for the Unrighteous is going really well. Um, It's it's turning out to be a substantial body of work. Um, Right now, I am reading through the entire book and I'm recording myself reading every every chapter and I'm also editing editing as I go along um, um, this way um, reading it I can hear it what it sounds like um, and also I can make changes as I go along so I'm in that process but I took a bit of a break from um, from grace and mercy because I had an idea um, I'm I am one that has always been against self-publishing but I thought about this and I said to myself, since I am sending out my um, query letters to agents and since um, I'm using the truth.com, my website as a uh, sort of like a tool to let people see what, what my writing is all about. I'm like, oh, well, you know what? Another another um, another thing that I can use as a tool is if I actually had a piece of self-published material. And so with that, I said that would be another great marketing strategy. So what I did was I found a story that I had written in probably like 2012 or 2013 it was probably 150 or 160 pages long and I took that and I whittled it down into a novella and um that is a story that I um I'm actually putting I put it up on Amazon I'm just waiting now for them to um not to approve it but there was a, a, a I can't even publish it yet because there's a problem with um my ISBN number that I ordered through Bowker and um and the name on that I have registered through Falcon, and the name that I have on Amazon, they have to match. And just a side note, just to talk to you really quick about self-publishing. Um, this is the first time I ever self-published. Um, the hardest part, I think, was um, getting the and getting understanding all of the formatting. There's a lot of formatting tricks that you have to do. I, I listen to a lot of YouTube videos, um, but it's not that hard when you get through the process. It's relatively simple, um, but there are little things that you have to think about. Like I said, one is the ISBN numbers. Amazon does offer free ISBN numbers. You can use their um, numbers, but the problem with that is you will be you cannot move that from that platform you would always have to market or sell that material I believe on their website you can't really take that number with you so I was like well I don't know if I want to do that I want my own ISBN number so there's a a site it's called balker.com b-o-w-k-e-r.com they sell ISBN and BN numbers one number if you use Amazon if you flow through Amazon and get onto that website um, because there's a link on Amazon to Balker that is $99 for one if you go directly to the Balco website for one ISBM number it is um, $150 I believe but if you buy 10 ISBN numbers one Balker is $259 so that's exactly what I did I purchased 10 ISBM numbers and um, some barcodes on Balker and then I have all my information on Balker and so that was probably about $320 if you want to think about cost of what it's costing you for this it's an investment that's the way I looked at it and I use my stimulus ha 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 to um, stimulate the economy and help build my business and my brand and um, the next thing I did after I did that um, and it's something you also might want to think about is copywriting I went to the government website and I did copyright this material so that I, I do have a copyright so that I guess if someone tried to steal it you know I have a copyright on it 
So I did that. That was $45. The application is online. You can upload your work online. It's very simple, but it took me a minute to figure out like, where's this log on and how you do this. But after once you figure it out and once you start the process, it's very simple. It's not hard um, at all. It's very, very easy. Um, one other thing about the book cover, I did my own book cover. Um, I listened to a ton of videos and um, I figured it out. Um, and um, the problem that I had with the book cover was printing. So when you print the book cover to a PDF, which in KDP, you only can print, uh, you can only pull in a, a PDF version of a book cover. Now, mind you, you can do your book cover. Kindle can do your book cover for you. So you don't have to do your own book cover. But me, I'm the type of person I'm like, I want to do it myself. So um, I did do it myself. The only problem that I had was printing. I, you had, When you print your, 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 your document to the PDF, you have to actually set in, in, a, in, the, in a setting. You have to actually create the um the size of that document so my document was my book is six by nine so i had to create um, um make sure that that printed at that whatever the six nine by nine um um the width in the 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 the, the um the height and width of that, which is 12.518 and 9.25 based on the number of pages that I had in a six by nine book. But anyway, you'll figure all of that out. But it, those were the little things that I went through with, um, with self-publishing. Um, so now the, with myself, the story that I, um, that I self-published is called That Summer Day in Saddam. And just a real another side note is your title to your your um, book is very essential. You cannot change it. It, it. If you place it in one place and want, especially if you're going to Amazon and using your own ISBN number, that ISBN number has to match back or about that name on um, has to match the name match the name on Balker that's tied to that ISBN number. It's very strict. I did not realize that because I had one name on on Amazon and then I had a whole nother name on Balker and I'm like, oh my gosh. But anyway, the name of this piece that I wrote that's being self-published is called Summer it's called that summer day in Saddam and just a funny little tidbit is I started I looked up summer to Saddam which is what the name the first name that I was using and I found another book under that name and it, the book was interesting because the book is called summer to Saddam and I'm like who would think of that name like you know but not only that the the, the what that book is about is insane um it's about this well not really insane but it's about this guy that is um he falls in love with another man and he falls in love with this guy and I I guess this the place where they are i guess is going to be saddam but he used that name specifically but when you line it up with the, the story of lot and what happened in um, sodom and gomorrah you it's almost opposed to to this whole falling in love thing so i was wondering like i wonder why he did that and i wonder how that book ended up but i did not read the book i just read the little blurb but i thought it was insane because that he used that name and i'm just hoping that it ended on a, on a better note than i can imagine but at any rate my story is called um that summer day in saddam and it is about a guy his name is solomon and solomon pretty much is a distributor of drugs to this neighborhood and he lives in this really um 
nice high class place called Babylon and he goes down into Saddam and he drops off um, um, packages for the big drug dealers so they could distribute it to the people and what's interesting about Solomon is that he came from Saddam but not only did he come from Saddam but he also his brother lives there and his brother struggles with drugs his brother is married they have seven kids and that and drugs is their struggle and that's the thing that 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 causes animosity and conflict in his brother's marriage and yet here he is Solomon bringing drugs there and eventually the, the story is all about him looking at himself and saying to himself why am I doing this why am I and coming to sort of like a a, a, a a point where he says I don't think I should be doing this and so I, I have um, I'm about to read to you the prologue and yes I do have a prologue and I have an epilogue in this story and I think I have those two because I really think that this story like it really bookends this entire story because you have him at one place at the very very beginning of this story where you know he's dreaming then you have like this huge long arc where he um where he's confronted with his truth and then you have the situation where finally he transitions um in the end and so the and the end is 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 the epilogue and in the end it's sort of like the prologue and the epilogue they sort of like mock off of uh mock off of each other like they're very similar and what's what's happening so i'm going to read for you right now i'm going to read for you the prologue which I absolutely love. So I'm going to read it. It's called, again, the, the name of my story, the title of this book is a novella. It's not a novel. So it's less than, I think it's like 22 or 23,000 words. It's not that long, but it's a really good read. But the, um, the prologue is called A Dream. And this is how it goes. Solomon had a monkey on his back. The imp had paid him a visit in the late hour of the night when he was fast asleep. Solomon was aware he was in a deep sleep. He couldn't open his eyes. He was dreaming. It was a trick dream as it started out very smooth, very casual. He stood in a room lit by a dim red light. He walked around and got himself dressed in a brand new black suit. He buttoned his pressed black pressed black shirt, put on a black tie and his black socks, and he tied his new shiny black shoes. He stepped before the mirror to check himself. He was indeed handsome. He was reminded of his father during the old days, those Sunday mornings before they left for church. Black was his father's favorite color. As Solomon stood before the mirror and admired himself, Tara, that's his wife, appeared in the background. She wore black as well, and her smile lit up like a star in the midnight sky. Handsome, she said. He stuck his chest out. He was a, stu- a true gentleman. Gentleman. He turned around and watched as she disappeared beyond the darkness. When he returned his gaze to the mirror, it was then he noticed the blood on his freshly cut hair. It splattered like spilled paint over his head. His heart started to pound in slow intervals. He was confused, and when he took a closer look at himself, the blood began to gush and fall over his forehead. It dripped over his eyes and his beard and landed on his fresh black shirt. His heart beat harder. He lifted his hands and glanced at his palms, horrified as they were covered with red blood. The blood dripped into his tiny, onto his shiny black shoes. He dropped down to his knees in fear, but then he was awakened by the light brush of Atara's body against his skin and the quiet moan from her peaceful breathing. The pounding in his heart subsided as he stared at the ceiling. He relaxed as he realized all it was. So that's my prologue. Thank you very much for listening to my rant. And um, have a great day. And listen, if you're a writer, keep writing. Bye-bye.